Hey everyone, we love doing Locked On Cubs, but as we explore ways to do this on a more full-time basis, we are excited to launch a second show under the subscription model. Want more Matt and Sam? Well, for $5 a month, you could listen to us talk about almost anything and more importantly, support us as creators. Subscribe to Matt and Sam Unlocked at the link in this episode description. Let's get on with the show. There are big names still on the board. Who can the Cubs target next? You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day alongside Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Thank you for being part of the show and making Locked On Cubs your first listen today. And The best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day, like the video, and comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section. You have $150 million to spend. Are you signing either Jordan Montgomery or Cody Bellinger? Today's Wednesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Welcome in, welcome back to Locked On Cubs. Thank you whenever and wherever you may be listening. And the main four big names under the Scott Boris umbrella, Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman, Jordan Montgomery, and Blake Snell, all still on the board. And as the Cubs prepare to possibly spend 150 M's before the offseason concludes, total. Who, who should it be on? Uh, could it be one guy? Could it be a combo? We're going to get into it all, including some uh, possible ethical questions uh, or or, uh, dilemmas for Boris and his clients. Sam, another day on the offseason. Yeah, well, you're cold open. People probably thought, you know, that they're watching yesterday's show, too. Uh, But there's really I mean, this is it right. We're we're in the home stretch here. And yeah, I think I'm out of cold opens. And and it, it it feels like. It feels like it's 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 coming to a head here. And I post this question. I want to say Friday or Saturday afternoon. I can't remember. Friday. And and I I really don't like doing these on Twitter because it's impossible to explain out loud what my rationale right. is. So right. I'm going to do it right here. Great. Assuming, assuming, Jed Hoyer has a certain amount of money that he's going to spend, and it's 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 one big contract left. And his hesitancy towards Cody Bellinger is because of blocking somebody like PCA and really not caring that much about 2024, but knowing that he has to still put out a decent product in 2024. Would it make more sense if he just called Scott Boris and said, hey, the six for 150 or the six for 160, the six for 170 that we've offered for Bellinger, give that, ask your other client if he wants that. We want Jordan Montgomery. And the rationale would be this if you just take it in a vacuum, I understand, in t- please, before people start typing away, 
I understand that in 2024, Cody Bellinger fills the big or the bigger Cubs hole, but that's the whole point. This is assuming that Jed Hoyer probably isn't all in on 2024 and is more all in on the long-term impact of this franchise. And one thing that I think we feel really confident about is that no matter who you have, whether it's Cade Horton, whether it's Sh uh, Shota Imanaga, whether it's Justin Steele, any one of the 30 Major League Baseball teams will gladly start Jordan Montgomery in games one, two, or three of the postseason. So getting him would be in addition to the rotation in 2024 and killing two birds with one stone because he would also help you 25, 26, and 27 when you're really maybe ready to contend. Do I think that this is going to happen? Absolutely not. But it's just interesting to me that you know that could be an option as well, um, and then maybe Talkman plays for a month until PCA is ready. Uh, I, I think the bigger question is: Is it going to be Chapman or Bellinger? It's probably not going to be both. And then I pass along the question to you. Speaking of the ethical part of it, please. What if Jed Hoyer did that? What if secretly Cody Bellinger wants to be a Cub, and he's told Scott Boris, "Hey." You do whatever you think you need to do to get me the most money, but you better make sure I'm wearing cubby blue because I that that's all I care about. And then all of a sudden, Jed Hoyer goes, we're sick of this with Bellinger, but we know Montgomery. Or, hey, we know Matt Chapman will go crazy for four for 100. Tell him we got that at Wrigley Field. Then what is... What does Boris do? Because then he's he he can't lie to Chapman. That's his client. He owes him to be the truth. But then he screwed up with Bellinger. I, I just I don't I'm, I'm not sure that have representing all these guys. I get it. He's controlling the market, but he's also might be hurting some of his own guys. It, it, it feels almost like um like self sabotage. It's very weird mm. to me. In that scenario, I'm curious. There's no way Boris informs Hoyer that he wants to end up in cubby blue no matter what, right? Or does Bellinger go over Boris and just tell Hoyer himself? No, no, it would be a secret between Bellinger and Hoyer. And, wow. And, and, and Boris would be, you know, Boris is playing the money card. So he'd be saying, hey, Jed, you know, you know, Cody actually really likes New York pizza. Or, right, you know, right, right, right. Before you get too. into this, I just want to say I am aware at looking into this light. I, I, I'm concerned at how pale I look. Go ahead. It's more, it, it's worse than normal. Go, go for it. I don't think so. I had back to that concern. Maybe just because I'm wearing a lot of white. Go Illini. Oh, wrong, a lot of wrong, white. Okay. It's a whiteout over there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I said a lot there. Respond to whatever you want. Well. Do you understand what I'm saying with the Montgomery thing? Like, I get it. The I, Cubs would they'd still have a hole, but he helps you in 24, I, and then he starts game two in 25. So this is bold. I think they should sign Montgomery. Yeah. If you're going to spend the big bucks before this season, it should be on Montgomery over any of these other dudes, including Bellinger. And I know Bellinger was a fan favorite. But if they really believe in their prospects, and I'm getting a little bit tired of hearing <laughs> about all these brothers down in the minor leagues, I get it. They're highly regarded. But when you guys get called up, you better perform uh -oh. because we just keep hearing and hearing and hearing about y'all. So when you, if Matt Shaw gets the call up this July, he better swing it. If Ben Brown is supposed to make an impact on the bullpen down the stretch of this division, he better throw strikes. Anyways, the Cubs should sign Jordan Montgomery. 
150 M's for six years. We've been floating that out there about Bellinger. That's what it should be for Montgomery. First of all, he doesn't have a market. I have reported in front of me, Sam. The Athletic reported this week that he could be, quote, out of reach, close quote, for the Rangers because of their TV situation, while the Red Sox, with his wife enrolled in medical school in Boston down the street, well, they have no are not interested in a long-term deal. Well, the, and the, those are the two teams that have been mostly connected to him. The Red so Sox, if those teams are out, who's available to sign them? The Red Sox can't even eat a McDonald's breakfast, dude. Who, who's going to sign Montgomery? <laughs> um, so, and not to mention his resume. Has, has anyone looked at his resume? If it goes bad for Cody, do, do people understand? Well, I've looked at a lot of resumes this week for work, but not Montgomery. Cody Bellinger had a nice year last year, Sam. But can we we, we got to start, you know, listen, they're giving us time to talk. So I, I'm going to look into it. If it goes bad on a Cody Bellinger deal, that means it goes really bad. He, he's been the worst player in baseball. Mm-hmm. If he really regresses, that could be a miserable deal. I see no signs that Montgomery could be a miserable deal. Because anytime we bring up Matt Chapman, everyone just throws stones at him, which is crazy, by the way. Hits the ball hard 40% of the time, platinum defender. Montgomery, 155-plus innings, four of his seven big league years. Career ERA of 368 great strikeout to walk ratio although he does pitch to contact more often than not and you said it postseason with the rangers this past fall started the wild card game started game two of the alds started game one and game five of the alcs and pitched in relief in game seven uh and then to top it off started game two of the world series had an ERA in the twos in the postseason. This guy is the real deal. He reminds me of Justin Steele and, and John Lester in a way. Look, I don't think it's likely, but I do think that it in a vacuum, in a vacuum, not That's considering the 2024 I think he's the, the safer bet. I think he's the safer bet to perform. Um, now, health's always a question, but like you said, he's been pretty durable. But I do think he's the safest bet to get, to get your bang for your buck. Um, and stop talking about the lefties. Stop talking that there's too many lefties. Okay, that's not you can't you can't have too many of something. Can I? Okay, there's natural turnover. No, but Steel, Montgomery, Imanaga, Wicks, etc. So what? You touched on something that I was waiting on till about mid-June to early July. And so oh. I'm I'm just going to preview it oh, very wow. briefly because it is. Very, very intelligent by you. If the Cubs' plan is to say, hey, we want the young guys to come up. We want, we're not going to trade. reported. We're not going to trade for a reliever in the 2023 deadline. We trust Palencia. Oh, yeah, okay. And little. And I can't next do it with year. Palencia, dude. And he's next got, year. No, but I'm just, he's got to go. Just, just, just let me get here for a second. It's, a really, it's really important. Yeah. The Cubs are seven games over mid-July. 
They call up Matt Shaw. Just like last year, they called up PCA late. Right. You can't use the excuse of, hey, they're just young. Give them time. No, you're choosing right. for us to have these expectations for these guys. We love to give them time. But – We'd like to give them time at the minor league level because we want to win a division championship. Preach. And last season, we wanted to go to the postseason and PCA couldn't hit. That's so you right. know what that led to? Tons of overreaction and maybe damaging to these young guys' confidence. If this is the path that you want to take, then you can't have your cake and eat it too, Jed. That's right. Matt Shaw, if Matt Shaw hits 140 for a month and we start losing games, people are going to be upset, not at him, and they're not going to say, oh, Matt Shaw's a bust, but hey, why couldn't we give him more time in the minors and, and, and sign a major league player that's ready right now because we have a division at stake? So that's kind of a really interesting thing there. It worked out beautifully for the Cubs in 2015 and in 2016. Schwarber came up and hit. Russell came up and hit. Bryant came up and hit. That's not normal. So right. I, I'm interested to see how that goes because I we all know it's going to happen with somebody. Hey, you got to give Matt Shaw time. We want to give him time down there because right now we could win this mediocre division that a lot of books have as the Cubs' favorite at as we speak. And you know, you know, folks are going to say, oh, why just go back to Matrical? Just go back to Mastro. It's like we're in a matrix. Right. Well, and you made some interesting points on Madrigal v. Chapman. Um, you yeah. know, so that's that's kind of going to be an interesting thing. I, I, the Madrigal thing, you know, we we haven't really talked a lot of Chapman, but really Chapman was the headliner today. You know, your your buddy John Morosi. Yeah, I mean, the Ch Chapman for four years doesn't make sense. They yeah. they do have Madrigal, Mastro, Wisdom, Morell. Well, the thing great is, great of Mad prospects. Madrigal on this team as an everyday starter. Th this is a team that needs some pop. And right. so if you don't have like get JD Martinez then. Yeah, well, then what do you do with Christopher Morel? Or A Soler then. And where does he play? He's a DH. Those guys right are now, DHs. Right where now, does Morel play? Maybe if he could feel a ground ball, <laughs> they could put him at third. That would solve a lot of problems, wouldn't it? In in, in left field right now, they have back to back gold glove award winner Ian Happ. In center field, you as always, of you always give half a bad rap, bro. <laughs> no, I like Ian Hap. Uh, as as a center <laughs> in center, they have Mike Talkman. Go in ahead. center right now. No, no, in center right now, they don't have anyone. Okay, well, right. Technically, I mean, they have Talkman. Technically, yes, they have Talkman. But if he's the starter on opening day, that means you probably signed Matt Chapman. Um, okay. In right field, they have Seiya Suzuki, um, right. and and. <laughs> And, Are you just so going around the, the diamond? What exercise is this? No, because I'm trying to tell you then where does Solaire play? DH is Morel. No, Solaire's the DH, fam. So you're saying they trade Morel? Morel's a part time player. They trade him. Wow, you're really Strikes making Strikes out a lot. Oh, well, I mean, I did a whole video on how I'm kind of higher on Morel than most, so I can't go back <laughs> on that now. I'd like to see him hit 34 long balls this season. And Michael Bush is uh, being counted on for 30 over. Well, he'll be well. No, Michael Bush might be your everyday first baseman for a while. <laughs> no, I think he will be. Now, now, can I ask before we get to go to break? Corey Seager had surgery today. Is his status in opening oh, day? Wow, really? I'm going to look that up while you read our while while you do your job. All right, coming up next, the Cubs keep adding to the bullpen mix. We reveal uh, who they've added this time around. Stay tuned.
Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. The game, the food, the commercials, the halftime show. There's so much to be excited for the Super Bowl. And Chiefs 49ers is going to be a great game on the gridiron as well. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're back here on Locked On Cubs, and the Cubs have signed a trio of relief pitchers this week to minor league deals, increasing the crop of possible players who could contribute to the Cubs out of the bullpen in 2024. This week, the Cubs added lefty Blake Weeman lefty Richard Lovelady and righty Sam McWilliams. And uh, not exactly great resumes from these three, Uh, but I'm getting to uh, the, the, the stat that really pops out. Each of these three guys played in 23. Weeman, AAA with the Mariners, Lovelady out with an injury, and McWilliams in the Mexican League. But here's the, here's the kicker, Sam. Mm, kick me. I only have four relievers locked in. Alzali, Neris, Merriweather, and Smiley. Yeah. That means there are four bullpen spots open, which is a lot. Yeah. That is crazy competition. And I have to say, as someone who's starting to get baseball craved, I'm tired of kind of the overcast, the dark, (laughs) the cold. I'm looking forward to the first spring training game on February 23rd. And this bullpen competition is going to be nuts. I counted earlier today 17 guys competing for these four spots. 17. <laughs> That's comical. That's why I'm laughing. Um, I think Wisniewski will be either a star. I guess, you know what? You're right. He maybe. No, I was going to say maybe he's a starter or a reliever. I think or Wisniewski could be a starter or reliever. But they all. But I could also see them having Wisniewski start at AAA if they have the guys as a starter. Yeah. So you're talking guys like Lighter and Quas, you know, Palencia, Thompson, and and then these minor league deals. Well, that's where Council kind of you know comes in. Remember Edward Escobar from early in the offseason on Japan. Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. The lefty Escobar. Oh man, you're good. You're gonna to have to write the bullpen stuff down for me. I would Seven, think I, I have it in my notepad, which is not with me right now. Seventeen names, including Brad Wick, the tall lefty. Wow, I and writing heard that. Ethan Roberts. Both of those dudes coming back from injuries. I haven't I haven't Go heard Cubs. Brad Wick's name since the Bulls' fifth title. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-seven, the flu game, really the food poisoning game. Um. But there's yeah. no risk or downside having 17 guys. I mean, no, no. I think the Cubs, I think everybody, e- even fairly casual fans, will say, as it stands right now, the Cubs' biggest strength is their starter and bullpen depth. 
Right. Um, right. Which last year they, you know, for lack of a better term, ruined their season. Right. Yeah. You lost. You lost Strowman. He never was the same guy after he went down. Your starters actually hung in there because Assad was outstanding. Steele was outstanding yeah. for every part except for the last couple of starts. And then Tyone, um, who, you know, who was really awful for most of the season, he was really good down the stretch. And then Kyle Hendricks was solid. So your starters hung in there. It was yeah. losing Fulmer, Boxberger, Alzali, and right. for you know, Lighter Jr. essentially, that just completely shot this team in the foot. And so I, I think they've done a good job recouping that and they're going to have a lot of guys and it's going to be on Craig Council, Jed Hoyer, Carter Hawkins and Tommy Hadovy to use these guys correctly and figure it out and and if there is any value for some of these guys maybe trade a couple of them too, you know, because yeah. they they do have a surplus of arms um, in that category. And if the player has an option, you could easily stash them with the I Cubs to open the What's year. What's Keegan Thompson's they situation? Could go up and down. Keegan Thompson, I, I need to is look he, at his is, option situation. But he's still a cub. Yeah, he's on the 40 man. Yeah, because he's he has you know, a he's a guy. Spot. He he's a guy that really fell off. Yeah. Rucker has a 40 man spot. That lefty prospect, Bailey Horn, has a spot. Um Palencia still has a 40 man spot. So there's a, a lot of guys just on the 40 man. <laughs> And then all these uh, spring invitees. So I'd be surprised if Quas didn't make the team. Yeah, I would too. But he he has an option, so he could start in Des Moines. And then uh, Lighter is going to be the big one. Yeah, that's a big one. You're right. I, I think this is something to really track in the in the spring training, the bullpen. No, I, I said I said it. I, he at this time last year, I was all on the Lighter Junior right. uh, bandwagon, and, and and for about seventy five percent of the season, I was right in doing so. I think there's a real chance he doesn't make the club. Coming up next, you're going to really tell that I'm baseball crazed. I have a zero to 100 about the Cubs first six games of the year. I know it's pretty crazy. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. We have episodes upcoming. You know, this is going to be definitely a March thing probably March 20-something, where we just do a whole episode over the first part of the schedule. Just the schedule. Sam probably has it memorized already. Who are the Cubs' first three series? Go ahead. Uh, On the road at Texas. Okay. At home against Colorado. Correct. And at home against the Los Angeles, uh, the Deferred Dodgers. That's correct. That's the first nine games. Two off cool. days in there, nine games. 
something in my eye. Okay. Pause the show. Pause the show. I'm kidding. Kidding. I really want the Cubs to start four and two uh. in that series with the Dodgers. <laughs> Rangers two out of three, Rockies two out of three. What? What's the zero to one hundred? Go Cubs! The Cubs start four and two. <sighs> oh boy! Somebody, somebody I'll be taking a screenshot of that. Somebody needs a baseball baseball to start. Ah, I don't know. I do. I do. I I I think pretty high. I think. I mean, Colorado's awful. Um, okay. I think there's a good chance that Corey Seager, it says that they hope oh, what that he, happened with Seager. So he had sports hernia surgery. Well, first of all, one of the top players in the world. So hope he, he gets healthy. Wow, yeah. Uh, but they said that the, the goal is that he resumes baseball activities at the end of spring training, but you know, they're, they're putting no timetable on that. So there is a chance. There is a chance the Cubs avoid the Texas Rangers superstar yeah. uh, shortstop that first series. I would say, 50-50? I mean, they could easily, okay. you know, I, I think the Texas series the first weekend will be a coin flip, and then it would be a, a major upset if the Cubs didn't take care of Colorado at home at least two out of three. So I feel pretty strongly about uh, about a good start to the season at four. Oh, and good. Two. And then, you know, the deferred Dodgers come in, and, and they don't like the cold. No, they don't. So, and then it gets pretty tough. I got So zero. we're thinking maybe six and three over the <laughs> I got a zero to 100 for you. Yeah, please. This is an interesting one. Sure. Zero to 100. The Pittsburgh Pirates do not finish last in the National League Central. Ooh, I really believe in those other four teams. So just because of that, I'm going to say 20%. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I was going to say about 25%, but Maybe I... Maybe in the teens. I was going to say about 25%, but in an optimistic way. I think that's kind of high. Okay. I think, here's my bold NL Central I prediction. mean, when they have a lead going into the eighth, they're probably going to win. I don't think, I don't think that this is that bold, so I, I retract it, but here's my NL Central big prediction. Which we're going to talk more NL Central odds on Thursday. Yeah, so here's a preview. One of the Cubs, Reds, Cardinals, and Brewers, because they're all tight, one of them is going to stink. Really? Yeah, one team's going to bottom out. Wow. One team's not going to be be in that in, the, in that race. One of them. So it'll be a three-team race. Probably a three-team race, yeah. Okay. What One of them's going to stink. Did you have an early call on who or not really? Yes, I do. You can stay tuned for Thursday. Yeah, my instinct would be to say. Well, don't say it. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, we got to give people a reason to watch this program. It's more that's... stale than my, my, my bread that's there for four days ago. <laughs> NL Central odds, among other odds, by FanDuel. That's going to be for Thursday. Should we do overs and unders for that too, for wins? I'm not the producer of this program. That's right. I'm skittish on over under wins just because of the no, the you can't. We gotta we gotta wait. We gotta wait till Jed finishes shopping at TJ. But Maxx. let's over. <laughs> what? You know, once once he's done shopping at TJ Maxx, we'll we'll do the whole you know. All right. 
You we'll know, overview when, the the division right now. Once he's done digging through the bargain barrel, we'll talk about the uh, possible guys they could they could sign. Once Tom's once Tom's finishes up over at that uh, you know that 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 flea market, well uh, <laughs> you know, that's where he gets his sheets from. One week from today, we're going to be live at the Displays Theater. Tickets only ten dollars and available at the link in this episode description. We really hope to see you there. We're going to try to get Daniel on from the show last, uh, earlier this month of January. We'll get Daniel on. We're going to get him on uh, next week, hopefully, to preview that. I'm giving you till next week, and then I'm messaging him. And um, and maybe some others as well to preview that. And uh, we, we really uh, are encouraged by the turnout from the first show and looking forward to what happens the second time around and shout out shout out to the Illini and shout out to Stevenson alumni Jalen Brunson who's on track to be one of the greatest New York Knicks of all time thank you so much for checking out this edition of Lockdown Cubs you give us 20 to 30 minutes and we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube smash the like button for the algorithm and leave a five-star review on Apple Spotify and everywhere you get your podcast, Sam, I have a feeling Thursday's episode, we're going to be celebrating 8,000 subscribers. It's going to be pretty fun, along with NL Central odds. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked On Cubs. Go Cubs. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Locked On Cubs. And catch us live if you're in the Chicagoland area, Wednesday, February 7th at the Displays Theater. We're going to do a live podcast. We're going to do trivia, games, and a whole lot more, plus a special dinner and drinks menu. It's Locked On Cubs live in person Wednesday, February 7th at the Displays Theater. Tickets at the link in this episode description.